Welcome to the gray area where I give interviews with developers, talk about gaming news, and give you unique insights into the industry. My name is Genesee Gray, and this is the 110th episode of a title show called Kitty. Last episode was an interview about my New York City experience with Brecken Meyer from Robot Chicken and Danny Wilson, director writer for the 3D animation film Nephilim. Today is Monday, October 27th, and we're going to talk to founder, creative director Kurt Young, Fox Chen, lead programmer, game developer, and Kevin Chen, art director, graphic designer for Mukuni for their game Kitty in the Box. So guys, this is going to be for all of you, and you can uh, decide who's going to go first, but what is your news of the week? What's going on with you? Okay. Uh, Gen Hi, Genesee. Uh, thanks for having us. And for the announcement, we have uh, a Kickstarter where we are making uh, plush toys out of our uh, latest game, Kitty in the Box. So um, we're raising money to make uh, the first round of the production. For the plush toy and if you like the game or you like kitties and be sure to check out our website you will find out the uh, product page on our front uh, uh, yeah on our website i saw this kitty in the plush is that what it's called uh yes that's a little tweak we made for uh just the kitty's uh, kickstarter project you also have phone cases i believe too is this so yes uh Right. We uh, our designer Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just uh, put our uh, characters on the iPhone case, and it looks so cute. Right. <laughs> they are very cute. Yeah, yeah. iPhone six is so sexy. We couldn't <laughs> to make one case for it. It looks yeah. like you have a kitty at the back of your iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in the like in the pocket. On the on the back of your iPhone. Okay. So when you put it in your pocket, you can see the kitty sticking out. Uh, it's yeah. kind of on the sure. bottom. Yeah, <laughs> they're cute. Okay, so if you want to find that, is that part of the kitty in the plush, or is that already on your site? Yes, we we are actually giving away two free iPhone cases. If you check our Facebook page, there's a raffle going on, and we're going to be announcing two winners tomorrow. Excellent. Okay, so let's start with all of you. Childhood games. Were you gamers as a child, and what were your favorites? Fox, you go first. Super Mario. <laughs> Super Mario, okay. Let's see, uh, Kurt. Uh, my favorite will be um, Super Mario 2, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Kevin, last but not least. Yeah, for my child. Let me sing. Don't say Super Mario. <laughs> I'll find something else. Like, uh, for my child, I was play the Tank War. <laughs> yeah, I I love tanks when I was a child. Yeah. Uh, do you play World of Tanks now? Yes, I'm playing right now. Ah, excellent. <laughs> No, not right now. <laughs> not this very second, but yes, right now. Recently. <laughs> All right, so playing some games as children. Um, let's talk about your education, and this will be for all of you. It seems like, maybe starting with Kurt, according yeah. to some of your past, it seems like you started out making animations more towards the film side than games, perhaps. And I have to ask you about Shanghai Hippo animation design, because I must know about this. Right. Uh, <laughs> so what so, changed your focus from that? 
um, my so making games is always something I wanted, and uh, choosing animation is more of a, um, it's like my skill set is only for doing art, but not programming. And so I've been studying animation from college, and after that I've been working with some of the uh, like gaming and animation company in China, and. Gradually, I find out I I'm still into making games, so that's why I decided to quit my job and continuing on study in the U.S. Ah. Okay, what about you, Fox? How did you go into programming? Well, uh, I think I like to make to make a game. You have to program, I guess. <laughs> That's why why I started uh, learning programming at first place. So and it feels, I think it's interesting. Like when you tackle when you tackle a difficult problem, and so I that's why I I like keep learning programming. Can I do it again? Let's say so. Uh, yeah. Uh, can you do Kevin first? <laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. Just too nervous. Yeah. So, uh, for me, I have been doing art for about like ten years since I was very young, and I've been doing painting, uh, interface design, uh, graphic design, and uh, computer art when I was come to New York. And when I graduate, I I met I met with Kurt, and we decide decide to start a company, uh, to making games because we think, uh, unlike other media's like painting, animation, we we thought, uh, we thought uh, we want to make more interactive experience where the audience can immerse themselves into a virtual world and shape their own stories based on. The input, so we thought game is our best option. Yeah, we want to make something different and something fun to play. Yeah. Now, Kevin, if I saw your portfolio correctly, um, going from like exhibition arts and technology and having interest in you know Chinese uh, ink drawings, your yeah. art style seems to have changed and kind of morphed throughout the years. What got you to the point where you have this like, really? You know, whimsical, kind of cute、mm-hmm. animation style.、Uh, for me, I can handle kind of all type of arts. So for this game, I we because it's a game for kitties. So like uh for for the kitties for the captures we because it's a kitties in the box. So we want design the kitties like in the box shape. So the kitties you have seen in the in the game, they are kind of very round but very cute stuff. Like that, yeah. So I think、uh, Kevin's style is all driven by our project's needs. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it all depends on like、uh, what style do we want、uh, to have in the game. So he will adopt into any style. So that's our perfect role for art director. <laughs> Excellent. So back to you, Fox.、Uh, 
did you learn game development just to be part of Mokani? Because being a programmer is one of those positions that's really sought after. You know, programmers get paid, I think, one of the highest salaries in game development. They're definitely essential to you know, making things happen Aww. and uh, can really choose generally a lot of options on where they want to work. So did you learn this specifically for this company or did you know beforehand? Uh, I, I think I, I know beforehand okay. I once I play some games, I started to wonder, uh, can can I make game myself? So I started to learn programming, and so I have I have some uh, experience before uh, joining Mokuni, and I think uh, Mokuni, uh, this I think I like this company, so I joined it and. <laughs> And uh, I like the I like the work environment. So yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. And I did I did not have a knife on this map. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to ask. There's a lot of Chens here. Are you guys related? No. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, me and Kurt, uh, we graduated from seeing our uh, school. Yeah. Some of us uh, started the collaboration back from school. And we collaborate on our CSS project, and so decided to found a company to continue our working together. Nice. Okay, so Mokumi has six games in total so far, uh, and I've read that you've talked about the foundation of the studio being based on enriching life through gaming experience. Can you talk more about that and what you mean uh, by that statement? Okay, um, I need. 10 seconds to think about that. <laughs> sure. <Ten>. Nine. <laughs> just adding pressure. Okay. So I'll just wing it. And. Well, how do you think they enrich life? Like, what aspect? Okay, so maybe I'll talk about the robot in a ring as an example. Okay. So, in our latest title, Robot in a Ring, um, so the game is a 2D side-scrolling platformer. It's very simple mechanic, but uh, we are putting a lot of effort on the story side. And we want to make this experience as a meaningful interactive storytelling. So the, as the gamer, you control a robot to save chickens from a mysterious truck. And this story is about, uh, it's revealing the dark secret of our modern, um, in, it's a called, yeah, modern industrial food system. So where you will find out all the chickens are victims of the, um, the, the food chain system. So the robot have to uh, find a way to uh, help all the chickens and so that's the game mechanics about and so we are trying to tackle in some of the issue we can relate to uh, when just from our daily life observation and we want to uh, make a game where we can trigger thinking or um, make people can relate to uh, so that's what we think it might make a game story meaningful. Okay. 
I'm gonna wait one second for the truck to pass. There it goes, okay. Okay, tell me the story of the founding of the company and how you put the whole team together. Okay, so as I said, uh, we are a group of artists and engineers with great passion in making games. And some of us graduated from School of Visual Art, Computer Art major, and our programmers are from NYU. Uh, it's a master from computer science. And so some of us have a, a previous working experience in games, and some are in from uh, animation. And so with this uh, common interest in creating game, we joined together and founded this company. And we've been together for um, one year and a half, and we're very happy with where we are right now. Fox, let's go to you. Uh, tell me about the process of making games there. You have a really fast turnaround time for a lot of things. I think that perhaps I've heard Kitty in the Box maybe took three months, which is really unheard of. You work really quickly. How does it go from making an idea all the way to completion for, for a process? Mm, first, uh, we will first we have the the idea. Then we review and analyze how uh, some ex aspect of the the idea. Then we will create a prototype for that idea, and then we will play a lot to see if that idea works. And if that works, we will reiterate to uh, add try to add more uh add more features to that idea. And try to polish it. Then I guess that's how a game is developed because uh, it, the it reiteration takes a lot, a lot of time. Like we took, we had about three or four iteration for kitting a game. So it, yeah. Yeah. And also, when the game is almost done, we have to do a lot of tests. Like we have to, uh, we have get more feedback from our players to to see how, uh, how they like the game and what's what, uh, what part they think they they don't like it, and we'll do the change for them. Yeah. Is it difficult to get a game approved on iTunes or Google Play? Do you have to go through specific um, requirements that they have to do so? Uh, for now, to get the approval is really uh, simple. Is and on Google Play, you just upload and publish. As long as there's no inappropriate content, okay, <laughs> gonna <laughs> make you to put it down. And it's a little bit uh, complicated for iOS since Apple will take about one or two weeks to uh, process and. Uh, so they will examine the whole project to make sure everything is working properly. And yeah, I think launching the game is very easy. The the hard part is like how to make your game become popular. Like we could have been working on connecting with the editors to try to give us give our game like a editor choice. Yeah, that's a very difficult part. Right. I see. There are definitely a lot of options in the mobile sphere, so getting yourself noticed uh, seems to be really important. It's, it seems mm -hmm. to me that you attend a lot of events and conventions. Is that part of it? You know, talking to strangers and getting them interested in your uh, 
and your stuff with that limited time span. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, so going to conventions and events are a good way to build our own community. And we have a lot of new fans come to our booth every time we join an event. So, and they've been contacting us even after the event by Facebook or Twitter or email, keep giving us feedback. So it's all uh, very rewarding. Excellent. Uh, Kevin, tell me about your first game launch and the experience of that. Uh, right, my first game, I think my first game is in Makuni, uh, called Mushroom Hunting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's, that's a very, another very easy prototype. And that's kind of our first piece. We have been working on it for like three months. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, the result is kind of good. Yeah, and at the, at the middle of the project, we basically we, we implemented the entire games because we need to add we need to add a lot more stuff to, to it, and the old old structure cannot fit. So yeah, it's kind that's what, what I what I was talking about uh, iteration. So. Mm. So for me, uh, launching a game is really a big relief. It feels like finally we have achieved something. We have done with it, <laughs> and we couldn't wait to like uh, keep going and make a new one. And but in the real world, uh, we really have to like keep developing on a project after its release. So for example, uh, we are still making Kitty in the Box, uh, making a new version for it. Mm. You're working on some characters for Corey now as well, right? Yeah. Yes, we have some uh, um, like part-time team member working on that one, and our uh, core team member are still uh, developing Kitty in the Box. We are uh, adding more content and designing items and levels uh, and accessories for the kitties, just to make the games more um, like playable. So let's talk about Kitty in the Box. Uh, 3D casual game, players are tasked with simply sliding a kitty into a box while trying to score some cake. Now I have to ask, why cake? <laughs> why cake? It's prioritization. <laughs> Kitties don't eat cake. <laughs> well, um, it's actually uh, fruit shaped into cubic shape. And <laughs> you know cats don't eat fruit either. I think the idea comes to Kurt's mind is mainly because his daughter, he really love eat cakes and <laughs> yeah and food and yeah she and Kurt have seen he doing a lot of these silly things. No, uh, I I haven't heard any complaint about combining Kitty and the. Uh, yeah, cakes, and actually, there's some. Uh, there, I saw some kitties eat cakes, like watermelon. They really eat it, just not quite common. Okay. <laughs> but they do. But they really, really, they really do. Yeah, I think uh, the the this decision of using the subject is is mostly for making the game more. Uh, sweet and adorable. So we'll put the cutest thing and the sweetest thing <laughs> together 
just to make this game more attractive. What inspires uh, some of the choices for your game? I mean, you're talking about a pretty simple idea, you know, cat in a box. Who comes up with that, and how do you do that? Um, for cat in the box, it's a uh, it's a combination we observed from the internet video, where <laughs> <laughs> in our real life, yeah, <laughs> we, we we do have two cats in, in our office, <laughs> and we all love cats and. Uh, so we, after the like the previous project, we had a discussion and we wanted to make a game like people can easily fall in love with, and that's why we thought should make a game about cats. And so moving on from there, we uh, had a prototype where we um, trying to use the sim uh, the minimum control and to have the very challenged gameplay and the idea has been involved and we've been changing making a lot of changes to the mechanic and finally it's uh, turned out to be this so what is the difference between uh, the one that we've all seen now and the one you're working on mechanic wise um, this game started out uh, actually um, in the current version, you can actually find a, a, a hard mode in, in this, from the setting. And that was the original gameplay we had, where you would uh, click on uh, this, uh, you would tap and hold the screen. Uh, charge wait. up? Oh, yeah. right. To charge yeah. up, then release your finger, the cat will start wrong. And you tap again to make the cat slide into the box. box. So. It was like a two-step control. It's it's not that complicated, but we still decided like we should simplify it more to make it yeah, easier. Yeah, because uh, play, the feedback from playtest indicates a uh, player can quite catch how to control how uh, the how the control works, even though uh, there's only two step. Mm. That's why we decided to simplify the control. What has been your most popular game, and why do you think that is? For now, it's definitely Kitty in the Box. Uh, we've been bringing this game to a lot of events, and uh, so a lot of people will just fall in love with this image on the first sight. It's mainly because of the kitties they see on the poster. <laughs> and, and this Gaming is really uh, simple enough for everyone to enjoy, and uh, it's challenging enough to grab the attention from even hardcore gamers. So we feel like there's a lot more we can do, like to make this game uh, more popular. And so, and some of the publisher actually found us, and they said there's a big potential to make this game go viral, so we are trying to figure out a plan to make this happen. Excellent. Tell me about your relationship with Microsoft and how that occurred. I understand you were on the developer network recently for an interview. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we, we've been contacted by Microsoft uh, after joining some of the events we're hosting in Microsoft Office. And like 
uh, there's an organization called uh, NYC Games Forum. Uh, they have a game meetup and game demo night pretty much every month. And we being a frequent uh, speaker in, in that show. So uh, Microsoft Evangelist Jason found us and uh, offered this uh, developer kit and uh, this software and all the uh, required tools for developing Microsoft uh, product and that's where we get started. So you're working on a lot of different things now. Can you talk about, other than the kind of reboot of Kitty in a Box and some of the characters for Corey, is there anything else uh, project-wise you're working on? For Kitty in the Box, we are um, we're just adding more actions to the Kitty, where, uh, like, in the latest version, they can, uh, it's, they can jump into the box and there are more type of boxes like tunnel box and open box and hopping box and whatsoever and we also improving on the like the game engine the physics engine and just to make the control more accurate and are there other games you're working on anything new in development right now uh yes we uh there's a big project called Ori's Adventure, like uh, several of the games we've been working on, uh, which you can see on our website, they are actually uh, under the same IP, where we are trying to develop, a, it's, a, it's a really ambitious project we are trying to develop for uh, children and young adults, and in this project, like this, we are more, more focusing on the interactive storytelling. I was wondering if anything changes when your audience goes from children to adults, because you have kind of a span between all the games you do. The visuals are really fun um, for pretty much everything, but how does that change knowing, you know, if you have a specific uh, target for ages? Mm, yeah, we do have a target audience for each project, and uh, for Kitty in the Box, we're, uh, it's um, designed for everyone. And we'll hopefully we'll make um, like most of our project like accessible for everyone. And uh, for the um, the the like the Cory adventure, the project is actually designed for six to eleven. Where we would uh, we're trying to pitch this idea to some of the business connection where we can possibly get uh, funded for making such a big project. So as we're getting ready to wrap up, what else, uh, anything you'd like to share with the audience? Anything any of you would like to talk about, maybe expound on that we've already covered? Mm. Kevin Fox, you're so quiet. Tell us something. <laughs> uh, I think it's all fine. Just keep following us on Facebook, Twitter, and also our latest Kickstarter project and yeah. By the way, the kick the Kickstarter in our Kickstarter the kit is coming with the box. Yeah, so it's a combination. It's not just the kitty plush. It's a plush. It's a kitty plush and in a plush box. Yeah, it's very cute. <laughs> if people right. want to follow you, where can they do so? Do you know your at Twitter handle? 
Yes, uh, our Twitter handle is Mokuni Games, and our Facebook page is also Mokuni Games. Okay. Um, you can find all our contact information on our website. If you cannot remember it, just go go to our website, Mokuni.com. Yes. Excellent. Well, thank you guys so much for being on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy.